You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately. And I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome to OK Sis Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. Here at OK Sis, we believe women are multifaceted. Which is why you can expect sisterly banter on a wide range of topics such as pop culture, our entrepreneurial journeys, and mental health routines. We promise it'll be informative. And silly. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood. Hello and welcome back to OK Sis. My name is Maddie. You know, something uh, something hits differently when you're in a studio. It hits differently. It uh, tickles my fancy. It makes me feel as if what we do is legit. Legitimate work. You and I aren't just talking into Zoom, into the ether and, you know. Zoom is the ether. Wondering what our reputation is on the other end. Well, why is it different here? I don't know. Because I feel more established and distinguished. Yeah, like we're we're professionals. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, one can feel amateur-esque at times. okay. It's not imposter syndrome. It's just amateur moments. A hundred percent. That's how I mo- That's how I live my life. Yeah, you know, we you- <laughs> just true amateur moments from time to time. Sisters, I'm Scout. By the way, I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't introduce I think myself. They fucking know. Oh, I well, think they fucking. You know what? No, we could have a new sister here, and they might be like, "Who are these <laughs> amateur?" Lun-? I like. Oh, why would you give that face? We we grow. <laughs> we spread. Oh, new sister. I thought you meant like legit biological. No. Oh my god. <laughs> I meant a new community member. Got it. A new yes. listener. Yes. A new rad woman. Hello, rad woman. And Gee. You know? Our male listener, Gee. Oh, Gee. We oh haven't shouted him out in, in a while. You know, I don't know if you listen. 
No, he does. He does. He does. He doesn't respond anymore when we like shout him out. Well, because it's normal, you know. Fame yeah. gets, you know, you when you fame get famous, gets... you just it becomes subdued oh, and, and a normal. Gee, we want you back. Please be vocal. Um, if no, anyone... do you know what we want from Gee? We want him to direct our Instagrams. Yeah, and give us some fashion advice because Lord knows you need it. I'm going to fucking kill you right now. I do not need fashion advice. If <gasps> anyone needs it, it's you. I am a very fashionable human being. I am just sweatsuit central over Although here today, still <laughs> forever and always. I walked into Matt's apartment and I look like her today. I am in like, You're wearing full sweatsuit. I can't yeah. believe it. I've never seen you wear something like this. Yeah, shout out to Daily Drills. They're clients of mine at Scott's agency and they so lovingly sent me this beautiful like baby blue sweatsuit for the holidays, which is – they're just – they're amazing. Um, and so I've been wearing it. I uh, have been running around I'm, – I'm in LA right now. I've been running around for work and I had this whole plan to wear this elevated outfit with this black trench and these mini heels. And it was raining and it is raining in Los Angeles. And, you know, I said, you oh know what? Oh, my God. Alert the media. Alert the media. It's cozy vibes. And so I just – I wanted – I was tired because I can't sleep at our mom's house. It's a thing. I get scared in that house. I don't know why. And so I'm a little bit exhausted at the moment. And I said, you know what? I want to be – I want to be comfy and I want to move through today feeling cozy. Now do you understand what I'm in pursuit of every single day? No, because – That is what I'm in pursuit of. I wore the sweatsuit for extra emotional support. That is what I am needing on a daily basis. But there's different types of emotional support. So today's emotional support was making me feel okay with the fact that I was tired. But Mm. some days I need a power boost. Mm. Power boost. So the power boost is when I wear my kitten heels and my leather pants and stuff like that. Moronic. Moronic? I know it's like not the adjective I would ever use. Legit moronic to be wearing that outfit in your home. Yeah. No, mm -mm, not moronic. I would say uh, self-empowerment. You know, because the way we, you know, just like everything else, the ambiance of our lives, what we put on our walls – the soap that we use, which I know you're a big component of, the way we decorate. <laughs> well, you're big on soap. It's weird, but I am big on soap. The way we adorn our lives translates over to oh, our adorn. mood. Adorn. Bringing back word of the week. No. <laughs> word of the week made me feel dumb because it made me feel so dumb. So honestly, we're done with that. I have been an avid reader since I was four or five. We're bibliophiles. We say this every fucking episode. No, I know. But for someone who's been a ferocious reader since I Mm -hmm. learned how to read and write, Mm -hmm. I have always said that my vocabulary is quite poor because (laughs) what do you think I'm doing when I'm reading? Like looking up a word I don't use and then implementing it into my vocabulary that week? Okay. You know what's so funny? I have been rereading the 101 essays that'll make you – wait, fuck. What's That will change the way you <laughs> think. change the way you think by Brianna, Brianna Wiest. Wiest or West? I don't – wow. I'm really fucking all this up. Anyways, I would like to first claim that I bought this book like four years ago before it was cool to post about it on TikTok. Okay? So I just want to like first Wait, that book grog. has been iconic for years. It's recently had a resurgence of all these like I, aesthetic TikTokers being like, "Look at my morning motivation." I hate I'm TikTok. Like, I hate TikTok. Uh, that was the I biggest think, hot. That was the hottest take. You. I think TikTok is now. You know how we're obviously social media fatigue with Instagram. I'm sorry. I every time I go on that fucking app or even look at reels, like just that mode of content creation. I feel my brain cells leaving and I feel as if I'm plugged into a hologram, hallucinogenic, like someone is controlling me. It is so fucked for Honestly? your brain. Honestly? Same. Yeah, okay. 
And we sit here and we're like, mm, we're not productive and, mm, and we don't have motivation. Sorry, not to mock because you did have a meltdown a couple of minutes ago. But I'm just saying that that TikTok, just so you know, the reason I go on TikTok is no longer for enjoyment and entertainment. It is fully for marketing purposes. And okay. it is on so, it is honestly the most I have been This is what happened with you with Instagram. What do you mean? You used to use it for enjoyment yeah. and now it's business. Oh no, I know. Oh no, I don't. Yeah, I don't open it for for enjoyment at all. Well, this is what happens when you have a motherfucking brand to run. We're upping our Camber TikTok content to wait for it. 2 to 3 TikToks a day. And you know what though? Two You're I'm not to in, three TikTok day okay and that is on the lower end of what you're supposed to do when you want to grow on tiktok it is i mean it's like are you like we're not fucking machines i don't have that much to say i'm just gonna say though (laughs) if there's someone for the job it's you i understand this i mean i've come to terms and accepted the fact that that mode of content is not for me it's not where i shine it's not in alignment with my high self i look like a goddamn idiot i don't it's pretty alignment for me it's pretty aligned for me i think it's well, more so it's, it's like a, it's more so about the like strategicness of it and like the forcing me to do it two to three times a day that makes it like i bet you if i didn't have to do it two that two to three times a day i would you know what yeah. I mean? It's just because I have to. It's the content it's, machine. It's the content machine. It's just that all these strategists are like, oh, you have to post three to five times on TikTok to grow, blah, blah, blah. But, don't listen okay. to them. Anyways, we wait. don't need that much. We're, we need to go back. We need to go back. So the 101 essays make you change your thank you way. You think you're uh, change your Yeah, we get it. <laughs> Brianna Weist. <laughs> Good Lord. <gasps> so I have huge news. Keep going. Oh, my God. <laughs> we are. Oh, my God. We're unhinged. Okay, so. This book, I have been revisiting it because it's extremely valuable, totally mm-hmm. insightful. Mm-hmm. I forgot everything I read, you know, because I read it four years ago, so I forgot it all. And so I was like, you know what? I need to refresh my memory because I remember it being so impactful. And it's so cute rereading it. And I, you know, underlined and circled things. And then I, I used to, you know, when I was a good, ferocious reader, as you would call yourself, I used to um, write the definition of words I didn't know, which was so cute. And then, um, of course, I read those words again and didn't know what they meant. Um, But I read my definition. Oh. It was great. So that's the only reason I liked reading on the iPad was because you can immediately look up – You could immediately look up a word. That was was a very useful use of technology. But how cute was I? It was like a little dictionary. Mads, you've always been cute. You used to be like 17 and put Carol King on in your room and drink tea and collect mugs and write in journals, which you got from me. And, you know, you – My mug collection, the most inconvenient collection (laughs) I still have some of them. I have a couple of them. Dad used to have to like put them all in this one closet. He's like, Mm. what are you doing with these mugs? Like they're just like collecting dust. I have a couple of them. Okay. They're my favorite. Yeah, because I I was an avid mug collector. When I think back to you in those moments, you were were always a curator of ambiance and experience. You always liked finding new coffee shops, even in high school. You always liked having a day. Yeah, and it makes sense. I made a fucking app about it. I know, that's what I'm saying. It It makes a lot of sense because that's the type of, that's who you were in high school. Okay, my big news. Okay. I'm, I'm considering maybe not saying Are you pregnant? No, no, please, no. That's a whole nother emotional situation that we can get into later. (laughs) What if you told me on the podcast? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god that yeah. actually would be funny yeah that would be, be very funny. caitlin bristow of you why 
because, because she, he proposed yeah. on the podcast? Yeah. Well, I mean, our lives are on the podcast for the most part in many ways. I think am coming around. I'm not officially saying this, but it's happening. I kind of like the P word now. Wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Wait. Wait, 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 like, wait. I don't know if I could say it yet. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. I need to clarify. <laughs> wait, wait. Pussy? Is that it, what you're trying okay, to say? Well, when you say it, it sounds a so little aggressive. You, okay, wait, wait. Where is this evolution coming from? What was the impetus of the shift in upset or like shift here? I was wa- I was listening to the Skinny Confidential podcast. And she says pussy. No, so now you're such no, a fucking follower. No, it wasn't her. It was her guest. Josh Flagg, who I guess is from Million Dollar Listing. I've never seen that show. I have no idea who he is. Yeah, he's but extra. For when sure. he said it, it sounded nice. Why did he say it? I know he's gay, but he was talking about, because I, I don't remember, they were talking about another reality TV star, and she said something about her pussy. See, I said it. And the way he said it, I was like, that sounds, it, when you say it, it's like aggressive. And when other people say it, it's aggressive. But there was something about, I was showering, and I just thought to myself, Ugh. I think I could. I think I could come around to that word. I think I could come around. Okay, now I am like anti that word. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't understand. Like, just because this guy, Josh, said pussy, now you are. Okay, but you're like putting the wrong emphasis, you know? Pussy? Yeah, like it's like too much in the beginning. You gotta like. See. I just okay, feel say it. Let's see how you say it. Pussy. I literally said that's how I said it the first time. Oh my god, I'm cringing. But okay, not so really. I'm excited it. about this. You Does know. it feel empowering to you? Like what so is this So now it feels empowering. Okay. Uh, maybe it's because a gay man said it that it feels empowering. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, mm. I'm not sure. He was talking about a lot of great things, and so just I was into his energy and the fabulousness of his life. Sure. And then he says he said that this girl had a nice pussy, and it, it just... How does he know about the girl's pussy? He saw it. He saw it. Okay. His friend. He saw it one time. And so he... How he, does he know what a good pussy so looks he, like? So he admitted also, that he wasn't what, sure. What is a good pussy? Yeah, you know, thank God we thank God society hasn't been like, oh, it's someone where like the flaps are flopping out. Yeah. You know how like yeah. penises like bigger penises you are. You know more what? Attractive. Wow. We have really, really uh what's the word when you skate by without getting something, you know? Sure. We women have been scrutinized on every part of ourselves. Our bodies except for the except way vagines look. Yeah. Like yes. there's no I mean, I guess like what, small lips? I don't know. Like I don't know. No, I don't think any man is like, she has small lips, bitch. Like, I mean, I just know in porn they always say, like, what? Why are you listening to the dialogue? What well, I can hear with my ears. And they say lips? No, they just say nice, you know, pussy. whatever. They, yeah, and so I'm wondering. Yeah, but they're not saying specifically what I know, about the and that's really nice. interesting that there's no specific societal. Oh God! Why do I talk about stuff on the internet? You know, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a soundbite on TikTok next week. <laughs> oh, Shit! Hell yeah! Shit, Carly, so, you know what to do. You know what I realized? Like, sisters, if you go back into our content, like really go back into our content, Maz is all about taboo subjects, but she never says anything taboo. She just gives me the floor, yeah. and then like, okay, point point. You know, let's make a case here. Yeah, you said we're gonna do truth or drink. Okay. I said, that doesn't sound aligned with me at all, but I guess I'm bullied into this. You told me I smelled. And then... (laughs) 
well, I mean, I just speak facts. No, I no. And then you we do this whole thing. I divulge like, you know, I'm a good participant. I'm sure. supportive of your sure. YouTube channel. Yeah. And then you edit it. And there is not one fucking thing that you said. It's all me. It's just me. Okay. It's because – no, but I I am just – this is who I am, okay? I am who I am. No, I'm you don't saying, give details. I'm, you don't give details okay, like I okay, do. What, okay, what do you want? I don't know. It just felt like it was all me. Okay. I will give a, a detail right now because I – am a slave to the content and I will sell myself for this fucking podcast. Okay, what do you want me to what do you want me to say? I don't want to know anything. Just okay, but you just you can't scrutinize me and then not ask me. Oh, oh my God. Well, I just I need like a little more time here. Okay. Because the TikToks of me with the Jake Gyllenhaal and the fucking Kanye oh, yeah, and Pete Davidson and then all of a sudden I'm talking about having sex on a in a park on your truth or drink. I'm just saying. Okay, but I also said I had sex in the ocean. What? Like, I'm saying things too. You, It's just more aligned with my being. You try to hide this part of yourself. It is really <laughs> terrible. You need to integrate the shadows, as Lacey Phillips says. You need to integrate into your full being, okay? Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans, and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. You can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. 
Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute. I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. All right, let's move on. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We haven't even done current fixation. Oh, I have my current fixation ready. Okay, why don't you go? I feel like you're angry at me now. Um, No. Oh. I just... I am my full authentic self. Oh, okay. That's good. Um, okay, so my current fixation is the SETI app. It is Hannah G's from The Bachelor's photo editing app. Okay. A++. So I'm actually going to- pay for it? I pay for it, oh just like God. you pay for Tezza. Tezza I'm, is elite. I'm going to cancel Tezza in pursuit <gasps> of SETI. I said it. It's Whoa. so good. SETI is a lot more neutral, muted- it's a lot more natural, I feel as if. Okay. I don't ever feel like when I edit my photos on SETI that there is – it doesn't feel like a filter. It just feels – I don't know. I guess it's more my monochromatic, very homogenous type aesthetic. Mm, homogenous. Mm-hmm. That does sound like you. Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't know what that means. <laughs> I love how you just said that word. <laughs> No, but I don't know what that means as far as that sounding like me. It means you are like one palette. But one I'm one note. One you're one. <laughs> you're one of one. That doesn't sound vibrant. Yeah. No. No no. <laughs> no no. That isn't vibrancy at all. Okay. My this really inspired me because I I didn't have a curve fixation yeah. ready, but you really you triggered something in me that actually is my curve fixation. So this worked out perfectly. I also have an app that I would like to say as my current fixation. It is called DM. D-I-E-M. And it is... Like Carpe Diem? Yes, ma'am. I Honestly, I don't know if that's what it is, but it's that's how it's spelled. Okay. And it is this app where it is an exchange of knowledge and wisdom and tips, if you will. An exchange of information. So you can post... Whatever you want, really, uh, surrounding career, self-care, little book recs, little, you know, podcast episodes that you think are useful for people, things about well-being, and you have this little community. Wait, is it like a forum? Yeah, it's a little forum. Is it and like I a have... social media app? What would it you... It sure is. What, do you have like a profile? I do. So it's in, instead of content that you produce, it's content that you find on the internet that you find useful? Nope. It is just uh, anything you want to post about knowledge and wisdom in your brain, and then you can give it to the community. This sounds excellent. Oh, it's 
excellent. And the community is fucking dope over there, okay? Where did you find it? Emma Bates. She is the founder, and she was just on Forbes 30 Under 30. She actually had DM'd us on OKSIS podcast. So I remember downloading it a long time ago, and then I was uh, – I saw her on Forbes 30 Under 30, and I freaked out, and I asked her to talk to me uh, for camber. Oh, we should have her on the pod. We should definitely have her on the pod. And they do little talks. It's very cute. Do you know the founder of OK Real? Yes. Amy Fraser. Yeah, I mean, not personally, but I know of them. Honestly, OK Sis was a uh, inspiration from <gasps> OK Real. Wow. I loved that sh- that name of that brand. Oh, my God. Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. I thought the other way around. <laughs> I thought what? OK Real was inspired by OK Sis. <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about? That brain has been around for I know. years. I just, I was being no, self-indulgent. The, when I was, lo- you know, because I named the podcast, when I yeah, was. Yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> I gave like 30 ideas and you just. What was sh- another idea? I don't know. I had a whole, I literally just texted you a million and you were like, yeah, that's, that's not going to work for me. So I literally, I loved OK Real. So then I was like, oh, OK Sis, because we're sisters. Yeah, that we are. That we are, IRL. Don't you feel as if as we get older and enter, obviously not enter, but kind of get comfy in our adulthood, don't you feel as if the family unit, I mean, obviously our parents are divorced, so that makes things a little more complicated, but don't you feel as if the family unit is becoming a lot more like you and me? Like, in the sense that... What the fuck are you talking about? Like, okay, this is what I'm talking about. Okay, so in the beginning of your life, obviously, you depend on your parents, right? And they are kind of like that nucleus, strongest bond that you have within your family. And then as you get older, you kind of realize, okay, your parents did things this way. We have very loving and supportive parents, but maybe we want to do things a different way. And we we are forging our own path. And so in that sense, I feel as if... You and my our, – our bond when it comes is to – Is the family. Is the family. Like yeah. you and I go to our moms and then we go to our dads and it's like you and I are that that permanent oh, unit together. Yes. So like – We are the constant. We are the constant. Everything else. And we're going to grow up together. You know, like oh. like we're – we have decades ahead of ourselves. Oh, they're going to – yeah eventually (laughs) and so when you think about it like you and i when we have children you know we're i know we're gonna be the family we're gonna be the family do you see what i'm saying here like the nucleus is being passed to us to you and me whoa yes does that Um, make sense sure how do you feel about that you know not good What if I was just like, yeah, not great. Not great. Um, honestly, I'm fine with that. That sounds – that's how I'll sign me up. Oh, wow. Okay, good. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> we can't, I can't my, change it. You know, my friend is pregnant right now and so I went to go see Mazel. her. Thank you. I, I wasn't really finished with my – just let me finish this one thought. Oh, you're not done. You go on. You're not done. The founder of OK Real, Amy Fraser, I think that's how you say her name. She has a beautiful Australian accent. She is uh, the moderator. There's also talks that mm. happen. So it's kind of like a Clubhouse-esque situation. I don't want to even compare people to Clubhouse anymore, but it is like that. Like you listen in. What's happening with Clubhouse? No, it's done. But like, I think it just found its people, and sure. those and are the people stay. are gonna stay. Right? No one. Sure, no, I'm sure they are doing fine. But I mean, no one knew is hopping on Clubhouse. You know, I I think it was it was always 
that was always a critique is that when we go back to normalcy and we it was rude <laughs> it was like really rude i mean yeah just like i literally it, wasted 45 minutes trying reason. to ask a question to lewis house and i was like this is rude but, i have uh, way wait. more important things to but do like that's the reason cable died or like people don't yeah. give a shit about watching things when it actually airs is because yeah. we've moved on from that as a society we want to wa- watch and listen to things on our own fucking terms yeah so that's why it was a really weird moment because it was like wait that doesn't make any sense in our society. And then now as we're going back to normalcy, I think it's kind of reversed. It was definitely the pandemic situation. Yeah. Also, I feel as if obviously there's a lot going on in the news cycle with COVID, et cetera, et cetera. But I feel as if that pandemic living is behind, right? Do you feel that way? Do you feel as if – I mean, there's some things that make me a little nervous. Like we're going out tomorrow night to a bar. That makes me a little nervous. I'll be honest. You got a booster? You boosted it up? On Sunday, I'm boosting it up. What about you? You're boosting it up next week. Next week, I'm boosting. You're boosting. I'm getting that booster up in my booty. Oh, (laughs) it's not going there. (laughs) Okay, sorry. What were you going to say before? Oh, so my friend is pregnant. Yes, Mazel. Mazel's. So I went to go see her because I haven't seen her yet with her little pregnant baby. Oh, Val. Yeah, yes, Val. She's pregnant. Yes, this – well, Valerie, I know her all too well. Her husband was the first person <laughs> that told me that I sound like Susie from Curb. Yep. Are you watching Curb? Yes, I am. Susie is still the main character. She she, okay. she carries a show on her back. Do you want to know who we need to have on the podcast? Susie. No. Oh. Susie's costume designer. <laughs> because what? the outfits oh, are – She looks insane. She yeah. just is like – okay, ready? <clears throat> the fuck out of you, Leah. Get the fuck out of you. <laughs> I yeah, uh, it's uncanny. It's it's, 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 it's honestly like really. And then put like uncanny. your old like thirteen year old Jewish curls on, oh and we are in motherfucking business. Yeah. Also, oh the God. the reform synagogue is just so on point. I've never seen anything more on point. What do you mean? When they just show them in the synagogue, it just looks like everything on that show is on point. Yeah, it's it incredible. Okay, anyways. except they're getting a little so, old, which is my okay. Opinion. We already we already talked about that last episode. Okay, Valerie. Okay, so Valerie, pregnant, pregnant. <laughs> Jesus. So sitting with her, we but were... she's not pregnant. She has the baby. No, she's pregnant. She's six months pregnant. But she has a baby. No, she doesn't have a baby. So why why did you just say you sat with the baby? No, I sat with her belly. Like I <laughs> needed to see the pregnant belly. <laughs> I needed All to right. see her pregnant. Got it, got it, got it. Stunning pregnant woman, fucking I mean, gazelle she's a stick. model. She's a stick. Just. Uh, I don't want to see either of us pregnant. It's going to be a fucking. It's going to. You know, it's going to. I oh appreciate you telling me how it is because everybody else I talked to was like, no, you're going to be so tiny when you're pregnant. I'm like, no oh, no way. I was like, I eat ramen and blow up. Like, what are no, you. <laughs> my, I'm never, ever going to be the person. Did you watch Selling Sunset? Yes. Okay, so every you know, okay. We need, can we talk about that? But but, but I, I'm trying to get to a sentimental oh, sorry, moment. Sorry, but I do. Wait, have you finished selling sunset? Uh-huh. Okay, let's discuss in a second. Okay. So I was talking to her. We were talking about who she's going to have in the room when you give birth, and mm-hmm. you know, with COVID, it's different. You can't have everybody. Oh, this is a good question. This is a good question. So I am very one day when I get pregnant and give birth. It's we have a big family. It's kind of hard. There's not like wait, who are you thinking of? Putting in. Well, I'm not going to be there. Oh, no. You're actually the person I want there. What? Yeah, I want you in there. I want you. I'm not looking at your vagine. No. You... At your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no. Oh, God, I will die. Actually, I've watched a lot of Grey's Anatomy. I can be in there. Okay. I can You're not going to be on that end. You will be on the, you will not look. No, I don't want you there. But I okay. want, so anyways. So holding the hand situation. Yeah. Where is Adam? On, okay, in so, the vagine? No, in the pussy? I thought this was going to be it. Okay, I thought sorry, you were going to be sorry. really honored. Oh, wow. 
Because it's probably going to be mom, dad, and you. Wait, where's Adam? And Adam, obviously. Oh, oh. I mean, people that Adam... Wait, mom and dad? You think I can keep dad out of that room? Tell me, do you think I can keep dad Wait, out of the room? Wait, what about Adam's parents? See, then we get into discussions here, okay? <laughs> okay. Oh my god. This is getting oh a little... God. This is becoming an audience. I don't want anyone in there other than my husband. You're going to want me in there. I don't want you in there. You're going to want me in there. What I am I'm gonna... a little offended. I just said I want you in the Okay. <laughs> I, okay. I'll go in with you. I don't want to see you poop, though, and smell the poop. Yeah, because I wanted you to watch that and smell it. That's That was my fucking plan. Okay, but... Okay, well, you're not touched. interesting. Okay, I, I mean, sure, I'll do it. Um, I definitely don't do think mom and dad should be there. I don't, mom will literally be in the corner and be... <laughs> Telling me that I can't have sex for six weeks. Yeah, and what a tragedy. Like, Just push. <laughs> Just push. You're fine. You got this girl. You're fine. Dad will be live streaming on <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> and you will I'm you be gonna, and I'll be screaming. Yeah, you'll be I'll screaming. be screaming with you. Yeah. And oh my Adam God. will be like, no, Adam will, Adam will Adam be like will smiley. A, she'll just be smiling. Be like, you got this, babe. You got this. He'll, he'll like, he'll like wipe your sweat. I'm gonna be like screaming. Like You're I'm gonna, gonna be, be like, like this a coach. Is fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> smells like shit in here. You look. I'm, I'll be like, how do I look? You'll be like, not great. Not great. <laughs> just, hey, you're gonna take a, a picture question. of me. And by the way, sisters, I'm not pregnant. By the way, but you're gonna take a picture of me, and I'm gonna be like, is it good? You're gonna be like, we could do another. One. Also, why? <laughs> okay, you actually, this is gonna be you pregnant. You're gonna be like mid push be like get the instagram no photo. i am not shut up okay. i don't want my no you i'm definitely not gonna do that that's crazy okay so are you gonna pull out your baby like courtney kardashian can i get pregnant first and then we'll go over <laughs> those details oh, so like she literally pulled me people do out that of her people do that i think they get pussy. overcome with emotion and they just like do there's, it i'm sorry no there's no way there's so a, so okay i do have a question about giving birth oh do yeah you, like i please I feel like you know more about this than okay. i do are you naked Yes. So, like, when you have a hotel gown on, you do. You have like that gown. You know what I mean. But I, whenever I see people with photos, they're like they're topless, with the like with like a little blanket. I think that's because once the baby comes, you You need to do skin to skin contact. So they might like pull the pull the gown down. Is what my guess would be. So the tits are coming out. Yeah, sisters. There's there's mothers in the sisterhood. Can you uh, get in our Geneva group and let us know? Wow, what a fascinating conversation. So okay, you weren't wow. What that is a great question though. What? Who are you going to have in the room? Who are you going to have? I don't want anyone. So the thing for me, and I think you know this about our family, it's like I think it's either no one or everyone. Look, There's no like if you if mom and dad are in there, then Adam's parents need to be in there, which I don't think you want all that. That is like that is literally your Broadway star. I mean, and you have to perform great. Broadway star moment. Anyways, but no, I don't want okay. that. So whatever. So what did Val say? What did she? Who is she gonna? Well, have? this is not her. Pie. Oh, I, can't, I can't divulge oh, her oh, life. Sorry, I'm sorry, just saying sorry. we were talking about it, and so I, I'm yeah. telling you my perspective. My Not experience, it. which I thought I thought it would land a little a little more, but no, I'm sorry. I will be there for you though, mm. and I will scream. Mm. Okay, tell me about Selling Sunset. What were your thoughts? Well, my first question is, when's the next season's coming? Because I need to know about Chrishell, and is it Jason? Honestly, it's really rude. It's really rude that they made us go through this season. I like, not we see already any, know. I, they should have at least done a cliffhanger of like the first episode of them dating. Right. Like it's at least that, but they didn't so give us annoying. anything. Yeah, because I don't I don't know when the next one will be. I mean, I it has know. to be soon because Chrishell and Jason are very. I mean, I mean, they got to get. Even, they got to. 
Are they even still together? Okay, is Brett ever in the show? I feel like it's always Jason, or is it because they're twins and I can't figure it out? I think it's because they're twins. No, like, I think it's house. Is it? I think it's mostly Jason. Like they always talk about Jason. They barely talk about Brett. And then Brett had that girl on his lap at the birthday at the dog thing, and Jason was dating Mary. I just feel like Brett is actually because I was thinking about this, and I think we just think they're equally on the show. But I'm pretty sure that Jason is a much more leading figure than Brett is. Okay. Because they I don't care about them. Oh. Okay, general assessment and then we can get into details. Excellent, as always. A little too much Chrishell drama and her Well, okay, look. Not Chriselle, sorry, Christine. Christine. So the houses, yeah, like I, I, I live for the houses. I live we could have had the, a little more houses. We could have had a little more houses. The drama was like really fabricated and it, and it got to a point where it was just like he said, she said. And it got also got to a point where it was just like someone has a conversation and then relays that conversation to someone else. And then that person relays that conversation to someone else. It was it's like a lot just of the Maya. Same. Maya, is that her name? I the Israeli? love Maya. She did that a uh, Lot. Because there's nothing else to talk about. They don't really have drama. They're just saying what another person has said in a previous conversation. But I and think just that – It was just like – No, I think the drama with Christine is real. I think that the producers obviously just made it a main storyline and had them talk about it all the time. But yeah. I was kind of like – Obviously, Christine's extra. We all know that. But when she – When Davina said – was coming to her about something. I don't remember the things. And Davina was in the right. Like, this is not Davina's fight. She didn't need to do it. Christine shut down because Davina caught her in a lie. And Davina's like, that's not true, Christine. And Christine went into straight, like, you're not loyal. You're not loyal. Are you a friend of mine? You're not loyal. And I was oh, like, yeah. I was like, whoa, that's some crazy fucking power manipulation play right there. Like, that yeah. is how, listen, I am not by any means claiming that Christine is emotionally abusive. That is not it. But it reminded me of when you're in a relationship and a woman is trying to voice her concern and is is very valid and the other person in the relationship twists it and says, oh, you're not loyal to me. And it's like a it's like a crazy form of gaslighting. Right. Gas- yeah, no, look, Christine. It's pretty gnarly. It was there, gnarly. There, yeah, there were some low moments for, with Christine. I just want to see – her outfits, and I want to see the houses. Like, it's just enough with this. How? I don't know. I don't – okay, so her giving birth and then – I mean, we have to talk about it. And, and I want to be delicate with the way we talk about it because she – you know, the whole bounce back culture of what women look like after they get pregnant and – Well, there's – so there's a conspiracy theory that she wasn't actually pregnant. It's, like, really sad. Like, it's, it's like, not a good – because, it, one, it's not any of our right to – to what? To com- infer about whatever. To have this conspiracy. It's just rude. Oh, I don't think that. Yeah, not, I never heard about this conspiracy. That's crazy. I know, so that's why I was confused what you were saying. So basically, there's, I mean, there's a comp- conspiracy because of how quickly she bounced back and also that her baby, like the bump, just like, is, like that is going to be me three months. Like oh, it was not. I remember, I remember, I felt as if she had a full bump. It seemed tiny. People were just, this is what people are saying. I don't know. Okay, I think that's bullshit. But. Okay, great. That's <clears throat> yeah. good. You know, it's hard because... I do believe she said she got lipo. Well, she said she knows she said she would get lipo. So Maybe she did. There are some. It's been said openly by some people that in the celebrity world, people 
I don't even want to go down this route because I don't want to cause rumors about her body and what she does. But it is interesting because she was given – I watched her get so much praise for bouncing back, quote-unquote bouncing back in that way. And for me, I believe everybody's body is different and what it naturally does is what it naturally does. And that level of bouncing back, like I actually am unsure if it's biologically possible <laughs> and anatomically possible. Uh, yeah. So isn't that's it when, the isn't problem. It, isn't it when you go out of the hospital, like you still look pregnant? Yeah. Like you for still like have at like least, yeah, you do for a couple, like for like a week or two. Yeah. And she so, literally had a flat stomach after a day. And you know, like Emrata posted six weeks after she was pregnant, same thing. And she got a lot of backlash for it. It's kind of weird that there's backlash about that it's just jealousy right i suppose or, well i think I it's know. jealousy but i also think in christine's situation it can potentially raise questions of whether that's real because it like is the pregnancy was real no the uh, bounce back was real in that sense well she she said she would get lipo so well, maybe I'm she saying, did so some people i've heard in hollywood which is crazy will have their plastic surgeon come in after they have the baby while they're in the hospital and give them the works and that moment. Honestly, I if I, if you could do you're already in the hospital, you're probably already under. She had the yeah. C-section, that really yeah. traumatizing. I just thought it was really I and I, I'm stumbling over my words a little bit because I don't know how to talk about it because she was praised. What the problem I have with it is that she was so significantly praised for how quickly her body bounced back. But it wasn't, like, natural. Or it could be natural. It totally yeah. could be natural. Like, that could happen to a woman. Right. But the majority of women that does not happen to, like, 99.9%, mm-hmm. that does not happen to them. And so I feared that it was too much of a storyline to promote something that is either genetic, completely genetic on her behalf, or not natural. We don't know. It doesn't matter. It's none of our business. Mm-hmm. That's where I felt a little uncomfortable because – I feel as if when you get pregnant, it's such a – I've heard from my friends and other people that it's such an identity crisis of not feeling yeah. like your body is your own. Yeah. And when you give birth, your body is like literally not your own, especially if you're breastfeeding. And it's just a really – you know, it's an emotional thing. And so I didn't – I wasn't such a fan of how much they showed the praise of her looking that way because – I didn't think that was a realistic goal for yeah. for for like ninety nine point nine percent of the population. And we should, also and we should celebrate with her. Yeah, that yeah, she no, did it, that. Well, sure, but it should. Yeah, I think it goes both ways. I think you yeah. should normalize people who their your relationship to your body changes, your physical body obviously mm-hmm. changes, the way your your hormones, things like everything about you changes. Like that should be normalized, and then it should also be normalized if you do have a body that does go back to its natural state yeah. or your state before then. I don't know. It's just like – it's just so weird. I don't even know why we – why it's a topic of discussion. Like it's really – Well, I think it's a topic – Of course, we're, yeah, we're here talking we are. Here we are talking about it. Talking about a woman's body. Oy, cringe. Oy. Um, But I think it's a topic of discussion because it's been so imposed on us. For sure. And so it's things that we notice – that we have to notice because it's been a struggle for women for a really long time. And so that's – that was my critique of the show in the sense that I don't want to – like, both ways. Like, I think it's kind of like when someone says, oh, my God, you look so skinny. You look great. And it's kind of like right. th- th- putting the positive judgment on a natural experience 
Right. That adds to a societal construct that I think we can deconstruct yeah. a little bit. So that was what I was like, oh, I wish they didn't put so much emphasis on how amazing she looked right after having a baby because that's a really delicate time for others. And of course, like they can show whatever the fuck they want. People can say whatever the fuck they want. That's just my – Right. I was just kind of like, okay, we can ease up on the fact that, that makes she sense. looks like that. That makes sense. Yeah, everyone's, that's what I'm trying to say. Everyone's experience is different. Everyone's. I totally agree with you with the like – when, when you say, like, oh, you've lost weight, you look so great. Like, why is that? Why, is, you, why yeah. do you look better because you've lost weight? Like, it's it's just yeah. a complete societal beauty standard type of quote-unquote compliment. And I agree. It's, like, a very weird – and I don't think we'll change yeah. anytime soon, which kind of sucks, but – but that also people with, like, eating problems or body image problems, when someone says that to them, it's positive reinforcement. Yes. And then, and then they, they think continue. they get to get attention and to get people – do you know what I'm saying? Right. So whenever someone says that to me, I, I never know what to respond because it's just putting a very significant judgment on that this is a favorable look over right. a different look. That's right. – the judgment part is, I think, what I want to kind of try to – Yeah. Does that make sense? I am with you, girl. So the amount of positive reinforcement Christine got, yeah, I thought could be detrimental to the conversation as a whole. Okay, okay. What else you did heard you it, like? You oh, heard it here. Do you first. feel like uh, Mary was very uh, oh, strong, erratic, very high strung, erratic? What was going on? Yeah, no, Mary's not a not a favorite of mine. She is just she's kind of like Ramona. Her oh god, oi. Oy vey. Yeah, she was intense. Yeah. Honestly, I don't really like anyone on the show. I love Except for Maya. I love Chris. You do? I, I don't know why I have. Oh also, my God. Did you feel as if, and this is going to sound strange, so stay with me here. Oh. Did you feel as if, what's her name? She spells it with a Z or something. Amanza. Amanza. I do love Amanza. Also, so, that whole story, that was real life. Like, okay, holy right? shit. Did anybody feel as if Amanza's actually going through- Actually going through shit. Really intense trauma. <laughs> yes. And it's just like brushed over with Rochelle's yeah. divorce. Yeah. That was like, I'm sorry, Amanza's issues with her child custody and her- ex-husband fleeing and get like and then the child services showing up oh my god like, amanda's life right now is extremely delicate and she is yeah. going through some tough shit and then they would just like focus on like Rochelle's divorce and it, it yeah. just it i mean listen you cannot make entertainment out of amanda's life you cannot it is just yeah. too real and too intense not that not that like Rochelle's divorce is not intense and real right, by right. any means, but it is more suitable potentially sure. for a reality TV storyline versus yeah. Amanda's like child custody showing. I mean, it was crazy. It was wild. No, I I'm I'm loving Heather. Who loving knew? Heather? Who loving knew? Heather? She did a 180 on me. I don't really remember my opinion on her before, but I love her. Yeah, she's great. I'm enjoying her. And yeah, the the homes are the homes. So we obviously now they're selling Tampa, which is coming soon. Oh, and do we That's think they're going to do a selling Orange County? They have. They announced it. They're but they're like recording. Yeah, they announced it. What? Why are you sad? Because you, you selling, selling Sunset is so perfect. Yeah, you know. And I worry. It's not Oppenheim Group, is it? It is Oppenheim Group. Oh. Brett and Jason opened up an Oppenheim Group. In Tampa? Oh, no, no. Tampa's not Oppenheim oh, Group. Oh, oh, oh. But the OC, OC yeah, is yeah. Oppenheim. I'm no, excited for selling Tampa, but like creating the, an Oppenheim Group in OC and doing another show, I think might dilute the potency here. Oh, the potency. Yeah. You know what? We'll see. I'm ready, though. 
I'm really excited. I don't I, I don't watch reality TV show, but I, I feel like Sun, Selling Sunset is, it's something else. is A++. It's different. It's very different. What, what is it about it. it? Is it the homes? I just think is it's it the, the first. No, I think it's like the Netflix effect. Like they mm. just put something special. Like it doesn't feel like HGTV. It doesn't feel like this like like this million – what is it? Million dollar listing. listing. Like, I've never seen that I don't one. know. It just like doesn't feel like that. Like it yeah. feels more – like a Netflix high production show. I don't know. Something is different about it that, that I just – I really enjoy. I'm excited to see where Jason and Chriselle's relationship goes. Nowhere. Really? Because it's I think they're like – the trash. What do you mean? I feel like they're legitimately very much in love. It's a lie? I, I – It's fabricated? I would, I would literally pay – I would pay million dollars. To what? To say that it's a lie or to bet that it's a lie. We should bet. To a million dollars. No, because we'll never know if, we'll if never it's know. a lie. They'll we'll never break know. up and we'll never know. We'll never know. Anyways, wishing wow. everyone um, mazels, wishing Chriselle mazels on the new home. Yeah. Hey, what do you think about uh, Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello? Yeah, obviously. I mean. Oh, did we talk about this? Anyways. I mean, we always thought it. I mean, I don't oh, know. Oh, we did talk about it. I'm just asking you. Um, just asking for I, thoughts. I wasn't shocked. Okay. I don't really have many thoughts beyond. You don't have thoughts? I'm not a Sean Mendez guy. Remember when you once told me that you have no thoughts? <laughs> and I was like, that check. What? I have so many thoughts. I don't one day you were like, my strengths are that I have no, no thoughts. And no, I was like, what no. the fuck are that's you not my about? strength. My strength is that I don't think a lot. <laughs> no. I execute more than I think okay, about a okay, business okay. idea. But yes, you did say I don't think a lot. I don't know. That's this is like not wow. This episode really like sisters. We actually had we plans actually had... to talk about something today, but we're gonna have to save that for another episode. I know. What time is it? Oh yes, it is time to conclude. Oh okay. <laughs> How you feeling, Mads? I feel good. You had a little bit of a hard time before we got here. Yes, I had a little meltdown, but you know the pod always brings my spirits up, doesn't it? Just chatting with you about nonsense. Okay, you know, Absolutely. we covered a lot of ground here. Well, you know, we we really got so far. I mean, you now like the word pussy. Yeah, you're going to be in the room when I give birth eventually. This, we, yeah. We did a recap did. of Selling Sunset. This was a great episode. We talked about vocabulary. <laughs> and our lack of vocabulary. Yeah. Anyways, I love you, Mad, so much. I love you too, These Scoutola. moments are always so sacred for me. Oh, Okay. No, I'm just really trying to get sentimental about our relationship, but it never works. Okay, sisters, thank you so much for being here. You know where to find us on Instagram, me at Scott Sobel, Mads at Maddie Mayo, and together at OKSIS Podcast. And you can leave a review. I I was going to say, the best. Rate, review, subscribe, woohoo. No. Okay. Subscribe, rate, review, woohoo. There we go. The best free way to support OKSIS is to leave us a rating and a review. We love you all so much. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you 
you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink, wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human, and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together. 